Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello one and all, this is Bakabytes, a show where we talk about all things anime and manga. From news to reviews and everything in between, I am your host, Frankfurter, and with me is my co-host, the Scientologist Argonaut, one, the one and only Magically Average. Today we are going to talk about the first week of summer 2022 anime and recap Anime Expo. But before that, Magically Average, how are you today? I'm better. Could be doing better since now I'm a Scientologist. Yep. I don't make the rules. It's just what you are. Oh my gosh! I don't. I feel. I don't have enough money for that. You know how much money you have to have to be a Scientologist. I'm also not. I'm not crazy. Like I mean, I'm slightly crazy, but I'm not like Tom Cruise crazy. But hey, just think you might be able to get close to Tom Cruise and maybe even John Travolta. No, I don't want to get close to either of them. I they look sweaty and very (laughs) like sticky to the touch. I I don't want to. I don't like that. I'm okay. Eh, that's that's fair. I don't I don't blame you for that one. But um yeah, we do have a good amount to cover today, so I just wanted to see how you're doing and we're just gonna hop straight into it with uh our segment number one, which we are going to kinda just go over what we watched uh the first week of summer twenty twenty two. This is actually the first week that shows have started airing. Not everything is out. And I think because of that, like my Definitely because of that, my my impression of summer so far is really bland. Like what we've gotten so far hasn't been the greatest. Uh, but I, looking at the list that I have put together for like my watch list, which includes the must-haves down to the let's just give it a shot. Most are coming out in the next this next week from like the point where we're recording. We have a couple coming right. out tomorrow. And then a couple on the seventh, but then there's a huge chunk on like, I think like the thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth too. So I yeah. summer season summer some shows start like even towards the end of July. It's kind of crazy, but I don't know. So far, I I've enjoyed the few that I've watched. I would say, but you know, I'm more just anticipating the ones that are yet to come because we've got some solid shows that have yet to air. Yeah, and um. I think that's probably wise because I'm most looking forward to what hasn't aired. The shows that I've watched separate from... Because we both watched uh, Licorice Recoil. And I actually... I enjoyed it. It was way all over the place. Like, it did a lot of things in in a short amount of time. But I I thought it was very good. It built a good world and introduced a, a good amount of characters that, you know, seem pretty interesting. So... I'm pretty on board with uh, Licorice Recoil, but, like, was it mind-blowingly amazing? It was good. Yeah. I I mean, uh, truthfully, I thought it did a fantastic job in that first episode. I mean, it set the tone real quick. 
like what this show is going to be it like. It was really funny. That first like, yeah. intro of what the world was was hilarious. It's just like slice of life music with fucking agent, like girl, teenage yeah. girl agents just with silenced pistols, just taking out like terrorists before yeah. they can even it, get away with anything. It's like if Anya could grow up in the span of like, you know, a season and now she's an assassin like her, her mom. Yeah, it was wonderful. But I, I, I came in with really no expectations on this show this that we both read the synopsis when we were reviewing spring or the summer season and we were like oh this one looks pretty interesting let's put it on the list but i'm like all in this show's got me really intrigued i like the setup of everything i like the different like bits of mystery they've already set into a few of the characters involved like they've already got the plot really rolling along so i i think it was great i was really really surprised yeah, and I think that it was, of the new shows, it was probably number one, maybe number two compared to what I watched. I mean, the other shows that I watched that you didn't were Classroom of the Elite Season 2. Um, it literally picks right off, like, picks up right where Season 1 left off and just goes straight into another quote-unquote test. And, I mean, if you enjoyed Season 1, you'll enjoy what the first episode was. I thought it was good. I would like this show I would equate to being a very good better version of Tomodachi game. Like if you if you were interested at all in Tomodachi game, this is a very much better version of it. Because like the risk really isn't like life or death, it's more so surviving at school, not getting expelled and like having money to spend at school. And trying to increase your class rank. Like, it's it's a lot better than what the fuck Tomodachi was. But if you liked Season 1, Season 2 will be right up your alley. It's It literally picks up right where it left off. Um, the other shows that I watched, Engage Kiss, I'm, I was in. It was... <laughs> I was in. It seemed pretty cool. It was like... It threw a few characters at you. They seemed pretty interesting. And then they had the most over-animated, like kiss scene that was like i was more uncomfortable watching that than i have been like most hentai yeah it it was like the, it was the, weird it was like the scene from love is war this past or the like season two where they all witness the two lovebirds making out and they're all just in shock was that not season three Oh, might have been. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I that was remember. season like early season three, but yeah, no, it was just like the slimiest, it, it, like most over animated like kiss yeah, I'd because, ever watched, and it it hurt because you can't like deal with shit on your own, and you you have to scar others because mm-hmm. you're that sadistic. You brought me in. You're like, hey, check this scene out, and I had no like I was not even able to react in time, and then I just see the sloppiest most disgusting animated kiss i've ever seen hey animation like, was great but it just was over the top to the point but, where but i did not want to see all of that that's what i mean like i would have much rather them have like fucking stick figure just like faces kind of bashing off of each other versus like the real up close flobber everywhere tongue action shit they were doing i'm like i like Frank and I are good friends, but I I thought he was showing me hentai for like a split second. I thought we were like getting real intimate, and I was like, I sh- we're taking our relationship to the next level. Like I'm all game, but you got to give me some warning, bud. Yeah, I didn't give you any, and it was great. No. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm not gonna be going forward with that one. That just it was if it's probably gonna be a very good show because like the premise seems really good, but. If every kiss like that is going to be fucking animated like that, oh, yeah. you can count me the fuck out. Oh, yeah. I'm, you know it's going to be hardcore, up close and personal. Oh, it was so uncomfortable. Sloppy. Oh, the other shows uh, that I watched, I think the one that I enjoyed the most, other than Licorice Recoil, was Teppin. Teppin on Crunchyroll. It's uh, honestly, recently, I've been, there's a. I say decent amount. There's two manga on uh, Shonen Jump that are all about comedy. Uh, one about, like, and they're both different styles. One is, um, shit, I forget what the duo comedy style is. 
and then the other being uh, Rakugo. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Um, but I forget what the duo buddy comedy stand-up act is called. But this is about um, basically a trio comedy stand-up act. And literally the show just, this first episode, it gave you a little bit about the world. It's like, hey, they're existing in this dorm. And this dorm basically is for the people who won this competition and are going to the states or, you know, national finals uh, against other cities, etc., whatever. The only, like, twist to this is that they have to perform on a stage inside this dorm to the public. And if the public likes them, they get to stay in the dorm. If they don't like them, they're immediately expelled from the dorm. And they introduce, like, five groups. Because I believe it's five groups that stay in the dorm. Of three, uh, five groups of three girls. And all of them are completely unique. And it's pretty fucking funny. So they, they introduce all five groups with the focus on one of them mainly. Because it's like they go from this main group to the next group, back to the main group, to the next group, to back to the main group, to the next group, etc., etc. I really enjoyed it. It was funny. It was interesting. And just the fact that all the groups, like all the, they all had different personalities was great. And there's a group in there that is obsessed with the occult and one may or may not be an alien. Like they were trying to summon a UFO and they're like, why are we summoning this UFO? Like we don't have any questions for it, do we? And we're like, huh? Yeah, I guess we don't. And just, it was, I don't know. It was a good show. I'm not doing it justice. It's a good, funny show, in my opinion. Episode 1 is out on Crunchyroll. I think everything we've talked about so far is on Crunchyroll. But um, the last two shows that I watched, uh, Phantom of the Idol, which is on High Dive, and also going to be 10 episodes, weirdly enough. So, yeah. Out of the norm of 12 to 13, this is going to be 10 episodes. I enjoyed it. However, if you know me, I hate CGI. This is, for all intents and purposes, I suppose, an idol show in which this uninspired guy who just wants to make money quickly based off his good looks doesn't is like lazy as shit, becomes an idol. And because he's boring as shit, nobody really likes him, but they like his partner. Uh, the lazy guy meets a dead idol, like the ghost of a dead idol girl. Uh, and that was like super popular and just died tragically like a year before in a car crash. Meets her ghost. He she possesses his body and then he becomes like this energetic like idol guy. So he's basically like, cool, you can do the work and I'll just be in my own body just watching from the like inside or whatever. It's really fucking weird, but it's so good. But the back to the CG part, the whole performing on stage and idol part is CG and it fucking hurts. It hurts Ew. so bad. Ew. But other than other than that, it's very well animated. Okay. Like I, I it's it's very interesting. So Phantom of the Idol, it's it's entertaining, it's funny. I, I really enjoyed it. And then the last show is on Netflix, which a lot of people are giving love, and I'm only one episode in. I haven't finished it anywhere near finishing it. Uh it's a show called Spriggan. Which if those of you don't know was a manga back in 1998, got a movie, hasn't gotten anything since. Or, like, it got a standalone movie. Um, and now it's a six-episode season on Netflix. And I watched episode one, and it moved at, like, a breakneck pace. It went from, like, one, like, action sequence to another to another. Like, it's just like, ah, we can relax now. Oh, no, our helicopter's going down. Ah, we can relax now. Oh, no, a volcano's going off. Ah, we can relax. Like... It just went from one thing to another to another. And this is kind of like, it, it was fine. The story was okay. It does, like, I read a lot, like, oh, it reminds me of anime of old. And I think the reason why it reminds a lot of people of anime of old is because it dives real deep into religious topics. Like, the uh. I forget what the first episode was about, but it basically took, like, basically during, like, religious period or whatever, their civilization was way more advanced than ours and... Now we're finding their civilization, but, you know, the back then they, like, gave us a message that, like, hey, either you could use this power and rule the world and be dickheads, or you could seal it away so nobody has the power and you guys can live on. And so, basically, one company is trying to make sure that nobody gets the power, and, of course, they have, like, you know, the United States, Russia, and everybody trying to rush in and get all these 
different powers from different biblical sources. Like, I started watching episode two, and that one has to do with Noah's Ark. And the Ark being able, like, being able to terraform the planet. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, really interesting. But um, it's half CG and half regular animated. And it really fucking throws me through a loop. It really does. I don't understand. Like, I understand CG's easier to make and, like, it's cheaper, too. But just it fucking throws me through a loop every damn time. Yeah. But that's that's what I've watched. I know you've watched uh, the first episode of Overlord Season 4. What is I'm not. I'm not. But how was <laughs> no, it? No, I don't. I don't expect you to. So I, I'm, I had meant to go back and at least rewatch some of the last episodes of season three just to get myself up to speed. Obviously didn't. So I was like, all right, well, screw it. Let's just start. Um, started to bring back memories of what happened. And it starts off just, it's kind of like you said with Classroom of the Elite. It starts off like just right into it. Like we're getting into the next phase of the storyline where they've captured the Sorcerer Kingdom. They have rule over everyone. And it's really about uh like the rule of Einzulgaun and like what he's gonna do to the kingdom. And the really cool part, which happens obviously at the end of the episode to set up what's the whole season's gonna be about, and which is why I'm actually really, really excited about this season, because I think they're gonna go in a different direction. And I really I think it's the right move based on how the other like the last two seasons have gone, is he is basically creating a new adventures guild within the kingdom because they set up like this, the adventures guild have always been separate from the kingdom. So that way they don't hold the kingdom accountable if they go off and fuck around in other countries and get in trouble and shit. And Einzelgaon's like, no, I'm going to absorb you guys because you're going to, instead of being adventurers, like in the, the sense of like you go out and do quests and kill monsters, you're going to be actual adventurers and go and find new lands and explore. You're going to be like explorers hmm. now. And the guy who runs the, the guild is like, are you going to do this to start capturing more land? And he's like, no, you know, if it's hostile, we're going to, you know, react appropriately. But basically, it's just like. I have the army to keep everyone safe in this kingdom, like no worries there, but I want you guys to go out and explore and ex and allow for expansion and allow for us to really like just make sure that we're going out and, and trying to find new civilizations and find new people and expand the territory where necessary. And hmm. he was like, all right, I'm down. And then his, the actual person, um, like inner monologuing was like, I'm also doing this because I have a feeling that my other guild members from when we originally played this video game are in this world somewhere and I'm going to yeah. go try to find them. And I'm like, Ooh, cool. Okay. So we're, we are heading into that other players in the video game space. Because the last two seasons have really just been like, let's fuck over the Lizardmen community. <laughs> and it's like, oh, these people are pissing me off. Let's go destroy that kingdom. And I'm like, that's entertaining. It's interesting. But it doesn't really drive forward a good storyline. This gets back to where they ended season one, where like the, the concept of like, there's another player in this server, I think. Because they're there's character moves that aren't that NPCs aren't able to perform. So like, what the hell is going on? They're finally getting back to that. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to be building out the world even more now, but also we're going to go more on exploration into other cities, other kingdoms, find those other players, whether they're his actual guild members or hostile people that are just trying to, you know, destroy everything in the server. We'll have to find out. So it's I think this season's going to be much different tone than the other, like the last two specifically, but I think it's going to go in a really fun and interesting direction. So I'm excited. Yeah, from the end of season three, I thought it was going to take a darker tone because it really went kind of dark at the end of season three where he straight yeah. up just murders the girl who escapes from their like home. Yeah, that they that they also invaded, but it's just like, ooh. That's a, that's a spicy meatball. That's real fucking dark. I wonder if that's yeah, just going to continue. So, It's all peppy and cherry. He even has a line in, in the first episode where he's like, I wonder what would happen if I like treat everyone that reveres me as like a supreme overlord or master or whatever. Like, I just treat them like equals. Like, would that fuck up everything? Would their heads explode? 
Like, I'll test it out in some situations that he tested it out on. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. He's like the guy that can basically impersonate other characters. Oh, yeah. It's his creation. He, he like, he's like, just, you know, listen, I'm going to treat you like my son because I created you and you're a special one, but just don't tell anyone else. And there's a maid there watching and she's just sobbing with happiness. She's like, oh my God. And he's like, okay, you can't tell anyone either. Otherwise, sh- all the shit's going to hit the fan at once. So everyone, hush, hush. <laughs> so there's some funny stuff. It's much, much lighter tone than, like I said, like the last season specifically, but the last two really. So mm. it'll, it'll okay. be interesting. Fair enough. Yeah, we got a lot more coming next week or this coming week. Oh, I yeah. Think tomorrow, like, Main Abyss starts, uh, I think... Uh... Call of the night Call starts the, night. the next day or two. When will Ayumu yep. make his move? We got a lot coming. But for now, it's kind of just so-so for what's out. It's not, you know, really hit the fan. But we are going to move straight along into our first news story, but our second segment. News story number one, Chainsaw Man announcements at Anime Expo 2022. We are, this is going to be basically like the rest of this conversation. We are just going to talk about essentially what was and wasn't at anime expo and we do want to like kind of focus in like laser beam in on a few shows specifically chainsaw man being one of them because i'm this is probably my hope hoped hyped show for the year and i i honestly can't wait for it tyler i know you honestly can't wait for it it's just one of those things that this is something that everybody is excited about but the news that we got wasn't necessarily the news that we wanted. Sure, there was one really good thing. Um, basically, the news that we got, and just to kind of recap it real quick, and then we can go into detail and discuss, Chainsaw Man manga continues on July 13th, so that's next week? Next week? One week yeah. from tomorrow? Yesterday. One week from yesterday. So we got uh, next Monday, we'll, we'll be getting Chainsaw Man Part 2, which I'm it's looking Wednesday, forward to. Next, next Wednesday. Today's Next. Tuesday. And tomorrow's the 6th. And 7 plus 6 is 13. So I can, it'll be Wednesday. I can math, maybe. Since we're doing a news segment now, I want to try to be as accurate as possible for people no, to see. No, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, Yeah, so next Wednesday. Yeah, no, my math was way off there. I don't know why I thought 5 plus 7 was fucking... It's all right. It's late, honestly. We do this, and we are, like, trying to be smart now with, like, here's new stuff, and we're going to be... They're going to tell you all the fun stuff that happens, and then our brains just take a duty, and we're like, uh-oh. Yeah, and the week has just only begun. But anyways, uh, the manga Yay. continues next week. Hooray! Uh, the Ma- uh, MAPA CEO says there will be no censor- censorship, and it's a direct adaptation from the manga, which is really the biggest news to take away from here. But a cu- other couple key points as well. Uh, they are working closely with the author, uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto. Uh, there's going to be more information coming out in the Crunchyroll Expo in August, which I found out today. So that's pretty, like, please, for the love of God, give us a date then. But the things that didn't happen the is we got no new trailer, no key visual or date but the ceo said that they want everything to be perfect before it's shown um so that's basically what came out like those are the main points that came out during this panel um i just want to kick it off i mean the censorship thing that's the biggest part of this whole entire thing like yeah we haven't we don't really think about censorship all too, too much. Every once in a while, we'll get, like, a show that is more on the raunchy side, like your uh, harem dungeon thing that's coming out this season that you want to watch, in which they are like, hey, we're going to have a censored version, like a heavily censored version, a slightly censored version, and an uncensored version. So now it's just like, cool we aren't going to get any censorship for Chainsaw Man. It is going to be bloody. It is going to be gory. There's going to be boobs. Like, yeah, it's it's going to have everything. It is one of those things that it's like, I didn't even think about that and how they were going to do the show because of how much gratuity there is to it. But it's good to know that it's not going to be like, it's not going to take that dip in quality from what the source material is because the source material is 
very very gruesome yeah it's very very vivid um the 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 biggest thing for me when i was reading through the articles and catching the updates after the chainsaw man panel was that the mappa ceo ceo was like like an avid fan of the series like read it all the way through absolutely loves it they even not to say they cut corners but they didn't do their usual like okay let's get a panel together to figure out what new series we want to adapt for a show it was no we're 100 percent doing this like there was no talking with the board or anything it was we want to do this and that to me says more than anything else that you know of course people are upset that there was no new trailer or visuals or or even like a date i get it we've been waiting for over a year now since the first trailer dropped so i understand but the fact that you're getting the ceo of mappa coming out and being like we don't want to sully anything that tatsuki fujimoto has created with chainsaw man like we are spending our time meticulously adapting every single bit of his source material into the show so much so that they're actually adding anime only scenes as well like there's going to be some stuff that's not in the manga and it's all based on what i read it's all with direction from tatsuki as well like it's not something where mappa's kind of gone off and done their own thing like this is a it, it without a better terminology like a real partnership between the manga creator and the anime studio which is it's really rare i think to see that nowadays because studios are just churning out shows left and right like they don't have the time to sit down and be like we thought this panel would look better in this way in the show they're like no fuck you <laughs> we're doing our own thing let's we're just trying to push this out chainsaw man is much more let's sit down let's walk through this let's get everything just laid out crystal clear perfected and then we'll start adapting it and and that is to me the the most important piece of this all like again it was lackluster sure but there's some huge pieces to take away from the panel and i think that's those are the main ones mappa ceo top-notch person yeah no i i completely agree like it sucks that we didn't get that stuff and i think there was actually billboards or something being shown in japan like after the panel which was really interesting to see because we didn't get a new PV or, uh, you know, we didn't get a new trailer. We didn't get any visuals. So it was really weird to see that Japan was advertising Chainsaw Man so heavily with like a new billboard and flashy graphics that we didn't see at the, like at the panel. So that was kind of weird, but you know what? It's, it is what it is. I'm happy that they're taking their time with it because this is something, this is a very special manga and i think that they want to make the show just as special as the source material because they also know that the fan base for this is so diehard for this because in all honesty this is probably my favorite series that i've read period like i i i don't think anything really i think once i get more into berserk once i get a few more volumes of that it might hop chainsaw man but as of right now like Chainsaw Man is just, it is the best because of the story it tells, the characters it creates, and the world it creates. Like, everything about it is fantastic. Dark as shit, but very good. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to August to see what more that they're going to announce for Crunchyroll Expo. But, you know, we got 30 days to wait for that. So, it is what it is. But um, we're going to move right along into uh, new story number two, segment number three. Trigun Stampede got a teaser, as well as Solo Leveling got a teaser. Now, Solo Leveling was a new announcement, and it'll be in our uh, new date slash announcements segment next, but I wanted to put it in here as well because this is another one of those series that has a significant fan base that is diehard, absolutely loves the source material. Mm-hmm. And so is Trigun. Trigun is just a show that came out in the late 90s that... The If you watched it back in the day, you probably have, like, a special place in your heart for Trigun. You probably love Trigun. But, you know, it's it's just, you know, you thought it was done. The manga is over. The TV show is over. But, 
you know, now it's coming back. There's a new show, and it's all 3D animated by Studio Orange, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and um, for audio listeners only, we are streaming this, and I believe we're going to be uploading this to YouTube, but we do have the trailer running in this background at the same time. Uh, I just wanted to go over these two trailers, just starting with Trigun. Like, this is such a huge deal because of how beloved this series is. Like, this is a classic series that people are like, oh, you know, what Like, what should I start out with? This is one of those series, like, if you've seen it, you suggest this to people because it is a really easily obtainable, watchable show. And it's... I watched it for the first time last year, the original, and it was good. It didn't hold up in some regards, but, you know, it was good. I'm excited for this new one. I hate CG... I've said it early in the show. I just don't like CG anime <laughs> at all. Yeah. After watching this trailer, I'm I'm kind of on board. It doesn't look bad. It's by the same people who did uh, B Stars and I know oh uh, Land of the Lustrous. They really like this. Doesn't look bad. It looks fluid. It doesn't look super choppy. Like there are some times where it looks a little choppy, but for the most part. It all looks pretty damn fluid and good. I'm, I don't know. I'm excited about it. And this comes out, what, January 2023 next year? Uh, or at some point memories, in 2023. Yeah, if memory serves me right around there. I So I have never watched Trigun. Um, was around the time-ish when, like, it was hard, at least in the in the United States, to watch a lot of anime outside of, like, Toonami, really. Um, so for me, like back then it was mostly Cowboy Bebop and Fooly Cooly and stuff like that. So I never really got into Trigun and I know it's like a classic and a lot of people like it. My one question though, and I don't even, I, I don't know since you've seen the anime, if you know this either, but is this a continuation of source material or is this a continuation of where they ended the anime? Cause like, so I, it's I'm, a, it's a I'm new... kind of clueless. It's a new retelling of the source material. So it's going to have stuff from the original anime, but the original anime ended before, like it, that show ended before the manga was done. So it's, okay. I don't know. People are speculating that it might be like a brotherhood type situation, but I've also seen things where people have dissected the trailer and they're like, this wasn't in the original show. It's going to be in here. Like people, I don't know. I think a lot of people are really negative about it being all CG and I, you know, I kind of understand that like it's it's not my thing at all and it's not a lot of other people's things but I think that Studio Orange is one of those studios that the work they've done has been at like pretty damn good from the people who have watched their shows like everybody who has watched their shows has seemingly enjoyed it and thought that it was a good adaptation of whatever it was trying to adapt. So I have a feeling that they're going to do a good job with this. And I mean, looking at it, this trailer, the handful of times we just watched it just now, it's a really good trailer. It This yeah. has me interested. Like, I, it has the intrigue. It has your favorite characters. It does. Well, it has your main antagonist and protagonist. It doesn't have the two side characters, the girls the that, you know, are trying to catch Vash and everything else throughout the show. But... From what it shows off, like it, it looks good, it really does, and I'm looking forward to actually watching this one next year. Yeah. So, I I'll probably give it a watch. Um, I the CG looks good. I like the fact that it's entirely CG too. We've watched a few shows in the past that have been like a split, and it's kind of a little grotesque I mean, at times. Yeah, even I just mentioned I watched the first and a half episode of Spriggan. And it yeah. just threw me through a damn loop from between it going from 2D to 3D. It's just... Yeah. That's oof. always just like a, a weird... Yeah, like the, that transition's always just very jarring. But um, I mean, I'm speculating again. I've never watched the original. I've seen trailers and clips of it, obviously. I If I had to guess, biggest complaint from people that have watched it in the past that it's CG now is the fact that the art style is completely different because you have to imagine too, like take the take Cowboy Bebop, for instance, right? Very classic old school style, you know, late nineties animation quality, but you know, it's got those like similar kind of quirky little bits 
of animation to it that you enjoy that all kind of goes out the window with cg because cg is very like i don't want to say crisp and clean but it's you you have less of like the i feel like quote unquote basic yeah you don't get like the true like animated features of characters when like you know imagine like dragon ball z style where like their jaws or like one piece where their jaws like drop all the way to the ground stuff like that right and that looks really clunky and funky and in cg but like back in when trigun came out like that's the type of animation you get you get those like quirky little bits of facial animation features that you enjoy and stuff like that so i think you lose a bit of the nostalgia when it goes into cg but the quality of the cg is good again i'm only speaking in hyperbole here because i've never seen the original trigun and i can only assume what other fans are saying about it but to me it looks at least relatively intriguing from the trailer and i think because it's entirely cg i can probably get past it so i'd give it a try i might try to go back and just rewatch the first you know the, the original trigun just to kind of get a sense for what it's like and not go in yeah. entirely blind but it, it's it's at least caught my interest enough to where i'll probably probably watch it yeah and the original trigun's only 26 episodes so it, it really isn't that long of a show if you you know you have half a year, if not more, to go back and rewatch the original Trigun just to compare it to the new one or just, hey, I watched yeah, the Frank, 3D one because the 3D one didn't interest me. What? But Frank, we have so many good shows coming out this year. When am but I going to have the time? I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. Speaking of new shows, uh, we got the announcement for Solo Leveling, as I said. Um, Hooray! Yeah, this trailer, to me, not as good. Like, I... It, yeah. I, I just... So, for those of you who haven't seen it, it's really mostly, uh, outside the first, like, ten seconds, it's just all still images from, like, a mobile game, it looks like. It's, like, where the character is standing still, but their hair piece is, like, moving, or their shadows or flames or whatever kind of crawling up the sides of them or whatever. It literally, this teaser trailer just more so tells you more about the production than and like shows you panels of the actual uh, source material than it does tell you anything about the show or give you a glimpse as to what the show is going to look like. Unless it's yeah. going to look like a mobile game, which if they go down the path of Way the House Husband, people are going oh, to God, be no. livid. Yeah, but I don't think I, that the I, I doubt no. that they're going to do that because it is a one productions that's making it. If they somehow do that, people are going to be livid. Yeah, God save us all. I would more characterize this as a hype video than anything. I, I really it's because it's not a trailer, right? It doesn't tell you anything about the story. It doesn't really tell you anything about characters. It's just, like you said, like images flashing across the screen with some weird animation, whether it's like a smoky background or like something's flickering in the in the distance. It's it's more just sort of like a, hey, you've been asking for it for a bit since the source materials come out and you're getting it. Here's solo leveling anime. Hooray. I honestly think it's nothing more than just that. It's It's just a hype video to get people excited. I, I yeah. don't doubt that within the next, before the end of the year, for sure, we'll get an actual trailer. Um, but this is more just like, a, hey, we're not kidding around. You know, this is actually happening, so get ready. But yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine them looking at this, the production team being like, well, boys and girls, we did it. Just send Nailed it out. It. How 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 do you watch this and not have an erection? That's just whoa, like it's yeah. it's really kind of lackluster. <laughs> it's it the, yeah the trailer as a trailer is very lackluster. I I do agree. Like I was actually texting a buddy, I think maybe a few hours before the actual official announcement happened with this trailer, it was leaked that it was getting uh an anime and i sent that to my buddy who's actually very into the series and he's like i don't believe it until i see a goddamn trailer i was like okay fair enough you do you it's gonna happen he's like well they already said that it was like it, he was like it was already announced and i looked it up and i think he just read some bullshit that like oh it's gonna happen but it never really got announced officially so yeah 
three hours later or whatever it was when this trailer dropped, I sent it to him. I was like, you ask and you receive, and here you go. And he's super stoked about it. But, yeah, this this trailer just is really kind of a means of, like, it's official, and here's the people who's working on it. Like, here's the musician, here's the director, here's the studio. But it doesn't give us anything else. It tells us 2023, which kind of leaves me in the dark of just, like, how much of this is actually really done so far? Because last year we yeah. got we got a trail like a teaser trailer for Chainsaw Man and it gave us more than this. This year we just got I mean, granted it's six months away, but we got a good trailer for Trigun. Like we got a lot of not a lot of information, but we got a lot of shots of different scenes and places for Trigun. So I'm really wondering, like, is this actually gonna be twenty twenty three? Are they gonna do this? in crunch time or are they going to take the time and this is actually going to come out late 2023 yeah that's that's my question is like is this that far off that it's going to be you know fall 2023 or is this are they going to rush it and it's going to come out in spring and who knows yeah i mean i doubt that they're going to rush it honestly my my initial take and i think I'm going to make a very bold claim afterwards too, is that this is just basically to shut everyone up and be like, it's official pipe down. We're working on it. Just it's, it's happening. Okay. Stop flooding our inboxes. Stop spamming us on social media. Like it's in the works. Okay. But I think this type of quote unquote trailer video is something that more studios are likely going to do in the future because with the growth of anime during covid i think you know there's more people reading manga as well there's obviously a ton more people watching anime i think statistics show that on both crunchyroll you know funimation when before the the acquisition and merger with crunchyroll um now high dive you have netflix you have even some shows on hulu as well like i don't think there's any doubt in people's minds that anime is growing outside of japan like just the availability of it is huge and with that and people reading, there's now more demand for new stuff. There's more demand from people being like, I want this like in as an anime or I, I hope this gets another season where studios are now just like, we've got to announce stuff or people are going to lose interest fast. Like if we don't, if we don't get on the next series or if we don't adapt this new manga into an anime, we're going to lose out to the studio down the road. That's creating fucking, what uh, what's that stupid harem live live whatever stupid bullshit oh, that's getting a that, bajillion yeah. season that's getting another season yeah like there's like they're just gonna be like shit we lost to them because now they've renounced another season so now those people are gonna go watch that and they're for gonna they're gonna forget about our project i think it's actually turning into like a real battle between different studios and different creators to get their series out there as soon as possible and you know in in production as soon as possible but also just to like hype it up like it doesn't have to be anything huge like solo leveling's trailer right it just has to be enough to be like hey this is in the works okay anticipation's already building it's coming out 2023 could be at the beginning could be at the end who knows but at least we're hyping it up in the middle of 2022 and where it's on people's radar i think you're going to see more of that from studios down the road because of the the competition there is now to to be that show for the season to be on the top of people's watch list because there is just a, a an enormous amount of content being created now. Yeah, and I think if we do go down that uh, that path, I think we're actually going to see a lot of negatives come from that more than like more than positives because you will have rush shows, you will have like source materials that you absolutely love and the adaptations are going to be absolute dog shit you're gonna see more remakes of beloved shows that will or will not live up to the hype like i i mean majority of people did not like the live action cowboy bebop i on the other hand i really enjoyed it i went into it knowing that it was a completely different retelling of the of the show and i enjoyed it but i know there's a lot of people that hated it even though they took their time they did the research and they like you know they did the research on the show and kind of just made it their own and that i appreciated that i think if we go down the line of like hey here we're working on this shut the fuck up 
we're going to get a lot of people like, well, you announced it over a year ago. Why are you making us wait? And then that's going to lead to crunch. And these studios, like the artists that are making these, they're going to be burnt out. They're not going to want to work on it or they're going to demand more compensation because right now the artists that work on these shows, they're wildly, wildly underpaid. And they don't make any sort of compensation after the fact. I forget, uh, not luxury, not loyalty. What is it? Royalties. They don't make any royalties on it. Like nope. they, they're. If that is the path that this industry is going to go down, of what you're saying, there has to be a change with pay structure like that because people are going to yeah. get burnt out. People are not going to want to work in the industry, and you're going to get a lot of lower quality work. So yeah. I, I'm excited that we're getting big announcements. We're getting big shows. But if we're going to keep getting that type of material over and over again and, you know, ru- not necessarily rush it out, but like, hey, we have to get it out by 2023, who can we hire? It's like, well, this person who we would have hired is already working on Chainsaw Man or that person is already working on, you know, Trigun or they're working on the fifth season of Live Live or they're working on the fifth season of Don Machi. Like, we... Something in the industry needs a change if that reality is going to happen yeah but i mean i'm an optimist here i'm hope i'm hopeful that this new again it's not a craze and it's not like a a, a new fab like fab or anything like that like an, anime has been around in the united states for a while it's just more and more people are now getting into it yeah and i think i'm hopeful uh, that this this will spark good. it right like i'm, I'm hopeful that this this is going to be the catalyst for the industry and at least in Japan, right, to to make those changes. And maybe this is going to be even something to where it's going to bring production over to the United States. You know, we might see more, like, U.S.-based or North American-based studios creating anime. Like, it, it could it could come down to that. I think, as the optimist as I am, there's going to be some more positives than there is negatives. I think that it could create that real spark in the industry to better pay uh, editors, creators, artists, everyone that is involved in the creation of these anime. Um, I also think it's an opportunity for smaller artists and smaller studios to get on too, like and take maybe those some of those small projects and and get on the map. You know, there's there's a lot that is happening in both the manga and anime industry, and I think that this is a very interesting time for the industry to really evolve um just given the fact that you know it's so many people at least in the united states are watching anime now there's a ton more manga readers i mean it's it's growing exponentially and i see you have some statistics up so i'll shut up so that you can walk through some stuff but yeah i just know it's like the hit while the iron's hot right that's the motto right now and i think now is the time where they need to really start hitting at that iron (laughs) Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that manga is actually in the United States is outselling United States-based comic books. If I'm not mistaken, I I have statistics up here. This is what I've read. I believe they're the NPD numbers. I just don't. I haven't. I had read this so long ago that I'd have to relook. I could be mistaken, but when you're talking about comic books, when you're thinking, you know, Superman, Batman, uh, anything Marvel, fucking Spider-Man, whatever. I'm pretty sure that manga has outsold it because like the top 10 or top, let's see here on this list, the top seven volumes of, you know, uh, comics that were sold were kids comics. They were Dogman and cat kid. Like yeah. the, it's like the uh, captain underpants type, uh, stuff person. you'd find at your scholastic school book fair. Yeah, and then sitting at number 13, you have Attack on Titan, and then 14, My Hero Academia, Demon Slayers, 16, Chainsaw Man, number 19. Like, you have this huge industry that's coming for, you know, not only just, like, the United States, but, like, also, I'm wondering what type of change this will cause in United States comics, because they're they're getting more and more popular. And so yeah. they're going to like United States comics are probably going to have to make a change of some sort. And what, whether that be publishers take a chance on new, you know, independent stories or, or what, like, 
something's got to change but at the same time i'm fine with the the manga and anime industry you know getting as much hype as it is because their stories are so unique and they're so good but i think with how the industry is right now like something does definitely need to change and the fact of the artists and people who work on the show are just they're they get no royalties and they their pay is just so criminally underpaid Yeah. yeah Yep, yeah, but so let's, um, let's hope be optimistic. Let's hope this is going to spark that that change because absolutely. God knows that this industry just deserves it, and those working in it they deserve it too. Yeah, but um, we are going to move right along into the new dates and announcements. So this is just going to be if something got a date like, hey, this is coming to theaters this day, or hey, this is coming in twenty twenty three. It'll be under and, new dates, and, and the new announcements would be like, hey, this is getting an anime, or hey, the manga is finishing, or hey, this is you know, getting, like, this author of this group is getting, like, a new, they're working on a new manga. So yeah. that's just so a little bit of a rundown. Folks, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah, because we, you know, we picked... a paper out. I'm going to try and blast down. through this. Yeah, I'm going to try and blast through this because <laughs> um, we picked the week to start this we unknowingly right after AX, so there's a lot of announcements. So strap Tons. in and strap on. Here, Here we, we go. go. Mashal Magic and Muscles coming 2023 and will be a complete adaptation, meaning it'll be the entire series. So, interesting enough, that's coming 2023. The House of the Lost on the Cape coming to theaters in the United States September 7th. Tiger and Bunny 2 returns in October. Record of Ragnarok Season 2 comes next year to Japan. Goodbye Don Glees is coming to the United States theaters September 16th. Don't Toy With Me Nagatoro Season 2 is coming January 2023. Mushoku Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation Season 2, coming to Crunchyroll 2023. Why we didn't do a trailer reacts to that, I don't know. Because that was the yeah. best trailer that came out of Anime Expo, in all honesty. Yeah, it was. It was really that good. That trailer so was so fucking good. Anywho, uh, we also have the first Slam Dunk coming to theaters in Japan December 3rd. That is the Slam Dunk movie. I think it's a prequel, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre so. Adventure, Stone Ocean, Second Core, airing worldwide September 1st on Netflix. SAO Progressive, Shurzo, uh, I'm going to mispronounce this. Sherzo of Deep Night opening in theaters in Japan September 10th. Birdie Wing Season 2 coming January 2023. Hell yeah, let's go. Let's go, baby. This I'm really kind of uh, like just a side sidebar, side note. I finished Season 1. Season 1 ends off as if like the show is just going to continue. Like it just ends mid tournament, and it's just like it's just like we're just gonna continue this later. It's like why, why do this? Why I don't because like it's that. the most anime as anime thing you can do. It really is. But anywho, solo leveling is getting an anime uh, anime adaptation coming twenty twenty three to Crunchyroll. Peter Grill and the Philosopher's Time season two is coming uh, at some point. It was announced. Also announced, Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt Season 2 is coming out, uh, or sorry, it was announced, and Trigger, Studio Trigger, is going to be doing Season 2. Um, and fun fact, Season 1 is actually now on Crunchyroll. I just found that out, like, literally I just, two hours ago. Yeah, yeah, I saw it, and I was like, huh, alright. It it just dropped. I read the synopsis. Sounds weird, but you know what? It's anime. It is what it is. Uh, the Tale of the Outcast is being adapted into an anime. The Kaguya-sama manga will be ending after 14 more chapters. Bungo Stray Dogs is getting a spin-off. Ma- uh, oh my goodness, manga. Tomochan is a girl is getting an anime adaptation about the movement of Earth is uh, is getting an anime and it's being ad- uh, adapted by Madhouse, which that's another good studio right there. So that's one to you Fantastic know studio. circle, take notes of, and you know look up what the heck it is. Uh, Konosuba's uh, getting a spinoff, Konosuba, an explosion of this wonderful world. I believe it's all about, uh, uh, wow, I completely like I mean. blinked. Yep. Uh, why Ray Liana ended up at the Duke's mansion is getting an anime, uh, anime adaptation. And horror manga Dark Gathering will be getting an anime adaptation. So if any of those, you know what they are, Ooh. great. If you don't know what they are, you have stuff to look up. Yeah. But uh, we are going to move straight on into our last segment and our last news story for the, the day, uh, and that is Disney+. Plus. What the fuck? What the yeah. fuck, Disney? So I, I have an article. I've, I have I've, I've lost hope. 
Remember when I said I'm an optimist? Yeah, I lied. I'm, I'm a pessimist. I've lost all hope. So, yeah, you were like, oh, yeah, like, all these people, they recognize animes coming out, like, in being a big thing, and you listed everything but Disney+. Plus. I, I thought you were going to say Disney+. Plus. I was like, we'll get into that later. No, I held off on Disney+, Plus for a reason, because the mouse yes. is a fucking, the mouse is a jail, fucking asshole. jail warden and just holding all of these shows that, hostage. That episode of South Park where they're, he's holding the Jonas Brothers hostage, that's that's <laughs> right now, but with anime. <laughs> Fucking uh-huh. what's the big idea? Uh-huh. You wanted your anime. Uh-huh. Too bad. Oh boy. Fuckers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um yeah. but basically Disney, what the fuck? This still has to do with Anime Expo. And that is the fact that Twisted Wonderland, which has got an announcement last year that they were gonna have an anime. Um, and those of you who don't know what Twisted Wonderland is, it is a mobile game based off Disney World, but it's like much darker, but also kind of geared toward like not necessarily boy love, but like it is very BL heavy. It, it most of the characters, if not all, I believe, are male, and they're like yeah. a part of different houses, right? They're like basically yeah. The it's like Harry Potter, suits. but it's like Harry Potter, but like Disney. It's really interesting. Yeah. But it's like the card suits, right? Because it's supposed to be yeah. like is that the Allison? Is that the Wonderland I think there's, piece? Yeah, there's like eight houses, I believe, is what it is. Eight or ten, something yeah. like that. But I regardless, just know that people were freaking out about the spade person. I think I don't know. I I don't know. I I didn't get into the game. I didn't do any real research after, except for just reading about the panel that they had, and uh, Twisted Wonderland. No no anime news for it. And we've gone a full core of uh, summertime rendering, and guess what? No news on when it's coming to anywhere else but Japan. So that leads me to believe of Disney Plus, or leads me to say Disney Plus, what the fuck? I, this has probably been, like, the most frustrated with, like, a company that I've really ever been. Because, to me, Summertime Rendering is a phenomenal manga. Like, the the source material is absolute amazing. It's it's got mystery, intrigue, violence, just like I don't know. It doesn't necessarily anything can have that, and it can be bad, but it's such a good source material. And they gave us a trailer. They released the whole show, or like first quarter in Japan. It is highly regarded as the best show, or one of the top two, top three shows in Japan this past season. And we've gotten nothing, nothing from Disney Plus about it. And then Disney Plus, or Disney, you have a fucking panel on Twisted Wonderland at AX, Anime Expo. And you give us nothing. You give us nothing on that show. I want to know more about that show. I really do. Like, I want to see yeah. what Disney is, like, investing their money in for these for anime. If they're really serious about it, like, I want to know more about it. But they're not giving us any. So I'm just so confused and so frustrated as to why they would have a panel on a game and not give us any information on the anime that's already almost a like that announcement is almost a year old. Yeah. I this is one of the first instances that I can think of where and and this is going to be very random, I know, but Twisted Wonderland has merchandise like they have like figures and plushies and shirts and shit like that for the mobile game and i'm, I'm sure the mobile game is incredibly popular um but for it to have confirmation that there's going to be an anime adaptation and it's being done by disney plus which again they're this is their first introduction ish into anime like that's huge news to your point, Frank, the fact that they have no announcements whatsoever at their panel, they're given the stage. It's like we're, we're hearkening back to the Attack on Titan shenanigans with, with season four, part three or whatever, right? Where part everyone five. was like, okay, what? Yeah, what? Part bajillionth. It, everyone's like, okay, it's happening. They're going to make an announcement of some continuation, some movie, something. And all they said at their panel was, hey, DVD's coming out. There's going to be a special like panel interview with the voice actors. And then there's some other random bullshit, whatever. Right. Like we got that with the twisted wonderland panel, but even worse. So because it it's, it's radio silence. Like there, there's no 
news or anything. There's like no, you can't even get hyped or even try to spread rumors because there's literally nothing to go off of with either Twisted Wonderland or Summertime Rendering. So it's just, it's so painful being, especially like, you know, I, I've, I've ordered the, the, the manga for Summertime Rendering, haven't read it, you've read it. So you're in this boat of people that are like, okay, extreme hype, given that I know what the source material is, I have the anime confirmation score, to now it's rock bottom of, I am not even confident that it's ever going to get released in America. Like, yeah. that is, that, that entire change from highest of highest to lowest of lows is, like, the worst feeling as, as an anime watcher, an anime, like, an anime enthusiast, too, right? So, for them to take a, the stage, have an entire panel dedicated to Twisted Wonderland, and for them to just only speak on the, the game itself, nothing else, it is just a, a throwing shit on the burning pile of shit that they have just constantly creating. I just, I don't understand what, what their approach is to this. It, it, it's, it's baffling. Yeah, it's frustrating would be a kind word. Uh, to use in this instance so you know what i if we don't get any news on summertime rendering by the time core 2 is done i've i've really given up hope that it's ever going to come out in the states because it does not while there is crunch to it to get it translated and everything else you have official translations from the book like you can use a majority of that if not a little well i mean you can't use a majority of that because you know it is words being spoken but it doesn't necessarily take that long to translate and you're gonna yeah. hold off like are you gonna hold off a whole two seasons to give us any sort of news so it's gonna come out in one country and that's it like it's it, i it if we don't get any news by the end of this season like i will have given up hope that this show will ever come out yeah. So my one my one theory on this, and I'll be quick, is that I I knowing Disney as the company they are, and all of the different you know conglom like the the conglomerate it is right. It owns a lot of different media. It it has ABC, ESPN, all of that jazz. My one fear is that they were like, yeah, let's get on this anime train, and then an afterthought post announcement was, oh shit. If we're going to put this on our Disney Plus platform, we're going to get so much backlash from the I can't show my kids this. This is going to taint them. I thought Disney was supposed to be family wholesome. Yeah. And they're they're going to get I like again, this is a crazy theory. This is a conspiracy theory to the moon, to the stars, whatever. But I honestly think that that's sort of the reaction right now and that's why we're getting radio silence is that they just they were on the anime hype train. Let's do it. Let's go. We're going to get into this. And then it was a fuck. I think we just put more, our foot in our mouth. I think a more plausible uh, conspiracy theory to this is Netflix just laid off so many employees and they just took a giant chunk out of the animation budget. And Disney probably saw that Netflix did the numbers, saw their animation studio or portion of the company wasn't doing well it, exclusively maybe just anime because their anime their original animes aren't the greatest they do have some very good ones but they also have a ton of turds and my theory is that disney saw that and they're like we'll put a pause on this for releasing anything in the states but we do want you know more people to subscribe in japan and we know that it's a tried true given you know thing there we'll we'll put it out in japan and we'll license shows in Japan, but maybe not in the States. So that would be my theory more so than, oh, my yeah. son and daughter are going to be tainted by Japanese cartoons. I just, you, you would think if it was yours, there would be like an explanation. There would be some sort of news or updates. Nothing. But I don't know. The radio silence is just, it's throwing us for a loop. It's throwing everyone for a it loop. It hurts. That's been yeah, anticipating. It, so it really Let's... hurts. And I would love to eat these words. I really would yeah. just get like, I would cross love your to fingers. hear something. Yep. Yeah. Just cross but your fingers. 
But yeah, no, it ain't happening anytime soon to our knowledge. But thank you all for joining us this week. We will be back next week with more news, previews, and reviews. If you don't want the conversation to end, please head over to at Baca and Co. on Twitter, where you can join our Discord, give us your opinions, tell us why we're wrong, or give us sweet, sweet feedback on what you like and dislike. So until next time, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Back up! Back up! Back up!